0: Not sure if the path of your parents is the path for you? What questions do you begin with? What does self-discovery feel like? My journey of self-discovery has been both my privilege and my tribulation. I have lived life differently than most. I offer educational sessions on how to pursue your path. Links and contacts are in the bios. Welcome to the Sex and Humans podcast. My name is John David Whelan. This is High with John David series where we discuss Experiences from myself, experiences with clients, experiences with friends, about the things that are going on in the global culture. Recently, I was chatting with a few friends, and this literally came up a few times in conversation, about relationships, lost relationships, experiences with people that surprised others. Um, And they would complain or communicate to me how they were disappointed with people and that they didn't see this coming. They were such a nice person. And it dawned on me that nice is not a character trait. Nice is something that people present, something that people put on. It's what people do. You have to be a, a terrible dick in order for to meet someone and have them be like, wow, that person's just not a very nice person. Like, you were probably just having a bad day. It's very rare that you meet somebody that isn't, nice. What does nice mean? Nice is generally courteous, not directly insulting to strangers. Nice is someone that tells a joke, someone that has a funny anecdote, has a good life story, is affable, enjoys conversation and can carry a conversation at least a surface level. These are nice people. Almost everybody in the world you meet is probably nice, unless they specifically, again, are having a really bad day or actively don't like you for some reason. So when we we talk about nice in the way that we categorize who we become friends with, who we let into our life, who we allow to pass through whatever boundaries we've created in order to protect our own self from not nice people. We make this mistake frequently. We say, I don't understand what happened. And then we get worried because everybody else thinks they're just such a nice guy or girl. And we wonder what we're missing. What did we do to upset them? We forget nice is not a character trait. Nice is not integrity. Nice is not general character. It's not morality. It's not the ability to have a conversation. It's not the ability to debate, not the ability to have an argument, the ability to have empathy, the ability to be courteous in the face of conflict. These are character traits. And when we forget or make all those other character traits synonymous with this general word of nice. We tend to run into people that aren't very nice. People that we are surprised that they manipulate us, surprised that they lie to us, surprised that they don't offer the same courtesy that we would offer to someone. People slip through our boundaries because we meet them in a snapshot of an experience, a lunch or a brunch or drinks. We're like, ah, this is a nice person. Because they have a job, because they're not completely indignant to strangers and service people. They're nice. This is cannot be a qualifying experience. It's really, really critical at this point in our lives as we develop global culture and as we start to set the standards and limitations of who is permitted to be in the lives of those of us that are experiencing global culture. And as we talk more about global culture, what does that mean? It'll become more and more clear. In general, it's those of us that have exited in some context or left behind, it's the same thing, the culture of our parents, the culture of our nations, the culture of our religions, and that doesn't mean when you necessarily have to give up your nationality or your religion. But you're, you're just leaving behind the characteristics of relationship and the lack of boundaries required in many of those based on the commonality of your nationality, your religion, your job, whatever it is that you generally define as who you are. Before you move into global culture, where you start to figure out exactly who you are. And from that, we decide what we want. And from there, we can decide who can come into our life. And those boundaries need to be more specific than nice. Sometimes my cat is not nice. So when we talk about the global culture and the continuing movement that I see happening all over. I see it happening in Europe. I see it happening in the United States. And again, my focus, because my experience is primarily lived in Western culture, I have been all over the Far East. I have been to India. I have been in other parts of the world that have very different culture than Western culture, which is predominantly defined by Judeo-Christian ethics, it's predominantly defined by the world of democratic rule, and ironically, as we start to redefine our global culture, some of those nations are starting to redefine their own. You're seeing the fall of democracy globally the rise of authoritarianism. And you're seeing the reduction of rights, the reduction of empathy, the reduction of kindness towards those that don't narrowly fit into the culture that is trying to be created in the context of politics and nationality and who belongs here, who doesn't belong here, and those sorts of experiences. And so when I consider the rest of us, and by the rest of us, this is a smaller percentage, I would argue the global culture is at this point, at best, honestly, maybe 8 to 10% of the population, which puts it around 7 to 800 million people globally. It's very difficult for those in extremely authoritarian countries to exit. Into global culture because of the, the confines and the restrictions placed on them by their authoritarian government, you generally have to leave that does, so that doesn't mean that there aren't Chinese nationals that are entering global culture, but generally they're either extremely wealthy and have exited the requirements of the authoritarian government or they've simply found a way to leave China and they're living somewhere else often in some Western nation. And now they're asking themselves, now what? And so much of this is for that Western civilization experience, which again includes, you know, the United States, most of Europe, uh, Australia, some of South America and Central America, I would argue they're, they're growing into these experiences and you're starting to see it. But one of the critical elements of that is of this global culture is the exposure to a life outside of survivability. So if you're still trying to survive and your rules and your context for your character, and for who gets led into your life, like nice people, if that is still at a level of, I need to survive, I need to figure out how I'm going to eat, shelter myself, how I'm going to clothe myself, how I'm going to stay warm or stay cool, dependent on the environment. These are the these are the things that we need to engage in order to find a way to, these are the things that we need to engage in order to find a way to present a new way of relating. And that new way of relating is going to be what the actions of our friends can be to decide whether or not we want to keep them in our life. And so this is a shorter podcast, a shorter thought on this concept, but I thought it was a very important one because I've seen this come up again and again, and it's come up in my life, especially as I've changed careers, exited companies, changed uh, locations, changed my marital status, all of these experiences in my life have led me to the realization that much of the people that I had allowed to explore me and my journey were there because at some point in my life, they were nice. And then suddenly, they weren't. And I got confused. I I looked at myself. I blamed myself. I thought maybe this was my fault. And in a turn, it was. I failed to acknowledge the character traits that someone presented because they presented themselves as nice. So be careful for the nice people. I'm not encouraging you not to be nice. I'm just saying when you see somebody that is nice or you hear about somebody, hey, they're really nice. This may be an invitation to have lunch with this person. But this is not the bottom line of whether or not this person should be in your life. And we certainly shouldn't allow ourselves to become personally loyal to people just because they're nice. Thank you for listening. This is John David Whalen with Hi with John David, a podcast presented by Sex and Humans Podcast. Not sure if the path of your parents is the path for you? What questions do you begin with? What does self-discovery feel like? My journey of self-discovery has been both my privilege and my tribulation. I have lived life differently than most. I offer educational sessions on how to pursue your path. Links and contacts are in the bios. Thank you for listening to the Sex and Humans podcast. My name is John David Whalen, powered by Riverside FM.